got together in one place and they were praying. But then something happened that was much beyond what they could conjure up or bring about just through religious activities or being organized or being disciplined or being moral. Like, none of that was going to accomplish what was about to happen. Suddenly, God showed up in their midst. Suddenly, they heard a sound like a mighty windstorm. You just imagine this wind going through the room right here. And the Holy Spirit becomes present in a very tangible way in their room. And then a bunch of other things happened. They started experiencing these spiritual gifts. They started speaking in different languages. And it kind of spilled out of that room into the streets where people who were gathered from all over the world heard these people speaking the words of God in their own languages, even though they hadn't learned those languages. And so they're like, what's going on? This is crazy. And so Peter, uh, the leader of, of this band, stands up. And the people are saying, are they drunk? Like, what's going on? This just seems just kind of crazy. And in verse 16, Peter says, no, they're not drunk. But what you see was predicted long ago by the prophet Joel. Where the prophet Joel had said, in the last days, and by last days we often get hung up by that, but that term can be understood to mean the time between when Jesus returned to heaven and after his resurrection and when he comes back again. So we are in the last days. That's the time period we're in right now. So in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Everyone say pour out. God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. A lot of times we think that if God's going to do something in our lives, at best it's a trickle. Right? It's like, God, just a little, give me a little drop. Like, it's, I'm so dry here. Like, just give me a little drop. I just, like, I'm not feeling anything here. But God is a God who loves to pour out. He's a generous God. He's an abundant God. He's a God of power. And he says, I will pour out. I believe that a lot of us, no matter where we're at and what we've experienced of God, there's so much more. And sometimes we get, we get comfortable and satisfied because even just, a, even just a trickle from God is enough to make your life a whole lot better than it used to be. It's enough to make your life a whole lot better than most of the people around us who don't have a relationship with God. But God doesn't want us to settle for that because maybe the trickle is enough for us to get what we need. But he wants to pour into our lives so much so that we have an overflow to bring that to the people around us. And it really comes down to how much do I love not only God and his presence and wanting more of him, but am I saying, God, I'm desperate for you. I, I need to have more of you because I don't have what it takes to help other people. I don't have what it takes to give something of God to the people around me. But God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people, upon everyone who's ready, everyone who's willing, everybody who's looking. And see if I can get through this without knocking over that mic stand. That'll be the challenge of the morning. But God says, I'll pour out my spirit upon all people. And what will happen when he pours out his spirit? He says, your sons and daughters will prophesy. When God's spirit is poured out, a result of that is men and women, God's, God's people prophesy. You can just like, whoa, prophesying? Is, like, is that the old prophet in the robe? Is that like Gandalf? You know, it's kind of our image of, of, the prof, of the prophet. But it's usually not like Gandalf. But prophesying is simply hearing God's words that come to us 
that he wants to speak to the people around us to bring encouragement and blessing to them. And God's word is so good. It's so powerful. It's, God created the whole universe by his word. He, he encourages us and renews us by his word. His word is so good and so powerful. And he's looking for people through whom he can speak to and then pour his spirit out through them. And so um, those of you who went to Convergence, go ahead and all of you come on up here. And Dylan's going to start us off. But all of you go ahead and, and stand up here because you're all pretty good looking. And you guys got a lot to impart here this morning. So what we're going to do is... Dylan and Abdulia are going to share just a few highlights from what they got from the conference. And really in this idea of how we can position ourselves to receive more from God and then to bring it to the people around us, especially in this aspect of hearing God's word and communicating it to others. And then we're going to do a little listening exercise where we're going to practice this. We're going to have a chance to to listen to God and see if he'll speak to us this morning. And then we're going to worship with one more song. And then we're going to have a chance for some ministry time where if you want prayer for anything, if you need healing or encouragement or a relational situation, we're going to have a chance um, as, we, as we close our time together that people that want prayer can, can come up and get prayed for. So, but Dylan, give us what you got. So there were three big highlights that I took from the weekend. The first one being that prophecy is for everyone. It's not for a specific group of people. It's not, oh, those are the prophetic people. They're over there just getting words and all this nonsense. It's for everyone. And scripture says so in 1 Corinthians 14. It says, let love be your highest goal, but you should also desire the special abilities the Spirit gives, especially the ability to prophesy. For if you have the ability to speak in tongues, you'll be talking only to God. Since people won't be able to understand you, you will be speaking by the power of the Spirit. But it will all be mysterious. But one who prophesies strengthens others, encourages them, and comforts them. A person who speaks in tongues is strengthened personally, but one who speaks a word of prophecy strengthens the entire church. And that, I mean, that alone, like, why would you not want to build up your church, your community, your people? We're all one body. We're all one people. Um... And I just think that that was like main session. That was day one. Um, and that was the first thing that he talked about. And that really resonated with me because it's true. It's not, oh, the prophetic people. Like, if you need a word, go see them. It's anybody can give you a word. Anybody can get words of knowledge. Anybody can get a vision and prophesy. Um, second thing, I'm sorry. Um, uh, a couple of us did a work breakout session called power evangelism where it's enhanced with prophecy where you're asking god you know hey give me words for people you go out in the mall aggieville maybe campus wherever and you're just asking for words for people and i think the coolest thing about it is the people who were teaching that workshop had just been practicing this it wasn't anything like oh they've been doing this for years and they were so skilled at it and they were so fluent in evangelism it was just regular people they asked their entire church to go out and do this and it's all it was all about taking risks and that's what they talked about all of the second day was it's about risk it's about not caring oh is this going to be right are they going to think i'm crazy it's losing the fear of man and going out and 
sharing God with people who may not know him, who may have turned from him, who may need something that day that he's ready to impart to them, but they're not listening. And it could be you that gives that message. And then the last thing was um, just the power of intercession and a prayer team in the church. And in the book, well, not this week, but in the bulletins, there's normally, um, it says prayer at 915, and that's over in the kids' space room. And I'm kind of guilty of this. I'm skipping it, too. Um, but it's powerful. You're, you're praying for each other. You're praying for the church. You're praying for the body. You're praying for unification, for the spirit to pour out, and for people to be reconciled back to Christ, for him to pour out more on the city and in the places that you go. And it's just, it's a time of edification and building up each other and the church and everything that, you know, God wants us to do. It's the vision of what he has for the church, what he has for you, and what he has for the people in your congregation. And those were my top three. That's great. All right. That's really good. Abdulia, go ahead. Come on up here. I like that plug for our prayer time, Dylan. <laughs> Love to have, man. Come, come every week, come once a month. It's a great time to just kickstart your prayer and agree together for God to move in the city. Um, for me, it was two big things. One of them already, Dylan, talk about it. <laughs> but just to let go of the fear. Um, we all can hear from God, and we know that. So it's just a matter of asking God to hear for other people, whether it's at the workplace or just walking on the street. Uh, whenever you go grocery shopping and anything, just ask God something for a specific person. And not to be scared. Um, I'm guilty of that. I receive words for people, and I'm just like, oh, that wasn't God. It was just me. And I don't let the people know what God was telling them. And when you do, like, God is faithful enough that he shows you that it was definitely him. So we're humans. It's okay to make mistakes. Don't get discouraged for if you make a mistake. But just keep your ears open to hearing from God. And like Dylan said, encouraging and, encouraging and building your church. Uh, the second thing uh, was... So for one of the breakout uh, groups, I went to a dreams interpretation. And for this, the first thing that I got from this was that God talks to us through dreams. And more than anything, this is going to be about a close relationship between you and him that he wants to tell you and only you. Uh, so instead of looking for people or trying to see what the dream meant, come to God and make sure that God tells you what, it, what he was trying to tell you. And in between the dreams, I learned that there's something called uh, flushing dreams that I didn't know about. Um, so these are dreams that might not be pleasant or really nice dreams, but for me, I classify them as just nightmares and dreams from the enemy. But I learned that cleansing dreams is God removing anything toxic from you. So it's important to know that if it's a cleansing dream, a dream or a flushing dream, to let go of it. Like just move on and thank God that he's removing it from you and not to take it out again on you. Like to pick it up and continue carrying that. So good. So good. You know, just sitting here listening to them makes me think there was so much wisdom that was shared and any questions that you all have about dreams, 
about prophecy, about hearing God's voice. These would be great people to talk to. And there are also some cool notes. They may be able to dig up some info for you, too. So uh, go ahead. You all, they're going to come back up when we pray at the end, but you can go ahead and sit down. And thank you, Dylan and Richie. So, so much wisdom right there. Dylan, what did I say? Dylan and Richie, yeah, well, the plan is for Richie and Abdulia to become one in a few months, so <laughs> that's where I was going, I guess. All right, well, you all want to practice this? Does that sound good? We're going to do an exercise right now. That I went to a workshop at the Convergence Conference it was actually for children. It was actually for children's ministry. And it was, it was really cool to hear how um, Bridgeway Church, our host church, implements this very consistently in their ministry to children and teaching them to listen to God's voice. And sometimes being a child has an advantage because you just have, Jesus said, if you want to come to me, you've got to come like a child. And sometimes our brains get in the way. And all, this, all the reasons we know that this won't work get in the way. But children say, oh, God's real. He wants to talk to me. Great. Let me listen. And they hear God. And the exercise we're going to do is our ushers are going to pass out some uh, little pieces of paper. And on each paper will be a, a verse from the Bible or a couple of verses from the Bible. And what we're going to do is we're going to pray and ask God if he, if you read it. And then ask God if he wants to speak anything to you for yourself or for another person you know based on this verse and there's no pressure here I mean it's it's God's word anyway these this is from the Bible so you can be encouraged just just by reading it but there's there's a chance for us just to listen say God what will you do and I, I was when we did this at the workshop I went to for the children's ministry it was neat because there were a bunch of people in the room for whom this was totally new including one worship pastor from, from Texas. And after we just sat and listened for a while, the person who was facilitating our discussion, she asked, okay, is anybody hearing anything? And, and there were people all over the room who had felt impressions, thoughts, names that came to mind. And, and that's the thing. A lot of times when God speaks to us, it's just it's kind of like our thoughts. But it's, it's not from our own mind. It's from outside our mind. And so it's, it's a learning process to learn to discern our thoughts from from God's thoughts. But this, this guy raised his hand and he goes, this is all kind of new to me, but I heard the name Tara Lynn. I think I, the, the word, the name Tara Lynn came to mind. Like, is that, I don't know, like, but it's kind of an odd name. Does that mean anything to anybody? And it was quiet for a moment, but then a lady just right behind him raised her hand and she said, you know, I was just texting my mother because we're out of town at this conference and there's a woman in our neighborhood named Tara Lynn who's helping watch our house and I was just texting my mom some instructions to communicate with her. And she's very much not a believer. This Tara Lynn lady is, is not a believer, but it seems like maybe God is wanting to reach out to her and do a work in her life and reveal himself to her. And so it was just really neat that, wow, okay, God can work in really unique ways like that. And so we prayed and believed for what God wants to do in, in Terry Lynn's life. So I trust, you know, we, this is beyond us. Unless God speaks and moves, then, you know, we can't conjure anything up. But we're going to take a moment and 
and just listen and see if he would speak. So ushers, will you go ahead and pass those, pass those um, down the aisle? And just you can pick, pick a piece of paper out of there, and we'll go from there. Does anyone have any questions before we do this? Easier if we put them in the baskets. I guess it's, I guess it's okay. Here we go. All right. Yeah, just take one. Unless you really are hungry, you can take two. And here we could divide up the stack and spread it out. Josh, is that a question? Um, wait just a minute. It's okay if you did, though. Okay, before we before we read them and listen, let's just pray together and ask God to speak to us. So bow your heads with me, and if this is your prayer, just agree agree in your own mind with me. Lord, thank you that you're a good God. Thank, that you, thank you that you speak to your children. If there's anything you want to say to me this morning from this verse, I open up my heart to listen to you, whether it's for me, or someone else. I invite you to speak to me right now. I want to be ready to hear you and obey you with anything that you speak to me. So Lord, would you would you speak to me if there's anything you want to say? We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, just take a couple minutes and go ahead and read that. And just sit quietly and see if God speaks to your heart. All right. So, anybody hear anything? Anna. That's great. So good. At that time, I will bring you in. What does it say? When I gather you together? <laughs> So um, I've been thinking a lot about um, financial situation. 
And um, okay, I really don't know how I just get in K State because the <laughs> the tuition is a little bit high, but I just don't know how I'm just. It just happened that God is providing. So last month I was just thinking about how I'm gonna cover this semester. So I was just praying and just asking God to just look after my situation. And this verse said, because the poor are plundered, plundered okay. because the needy groan, I will rise, says the Lord. I will place him in a safety for which he longs. The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver refined in a furnace. On the ground, purified seven times. Psalm 12, 5, 6. So for me, it means like he just brought me here. I didn't have any plan to come in Manhattan at K State. Like the fourth, like it's one of the best um, college that has um, food science major. And I'm just here. And these words just tell me that I don't have to worry. And he's a freaky provider. <laughs> yes. So good. Praise God. I love that. God's heart. Because the poor are plundered, I will place them in the safety for which they long. Ah, so good. So good for you. For us, yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> I think a good theme for just, I guess, the words that we've received today is like just personal encouragement. Um, so like these past couple months, I've been working on my worship and like being a more effective leader and stuff like that. And uh, something that Sharon brought up was worship like you're standing in his throne room, like like you're standing before him. And it's pretty awesome that I got Psalm 27.4. One thing I have asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Like, just, that's been my prayer these past couple months, so it's just, it's awesome that he just continues to encourage through his word. I love how even in the randomness of, like, what verse you picked, it's just perfect, you know? Like, God's, God's doing, God's involved. That's good. Any, oh, Conita, yeah. Okay, I got Philippians 4, 19, 20. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and in glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. So um, I was praying over this, and initially I was like, yeah, this is for me because that's something that I have been praying for and, um, and uh but I also felt that in hearing God, I heard multiple names. Um, uh, uh, Philippa, uh, uh, Tim, uh, just multiple. I couldn't, Karen, I can't even remember all these names that I read. And then I felt God spoke to me that uh, through testimony, of your testimony, 
you're going to help me supply the needs of many people because through you, you're going to show people that I will supply because through you, um, you grow faith. So I was like, my faith will grow? And then he was like, no, you will grow faith of my people. And I believe that's where the many names come from. None of the names are relevant in my life right now. I don't know anybody that I can think on the top of my head. But, um, and then hearing the other the testimonies before me, I understand what he's saying now because it's not a monetary, just monetary. It's spiritual needs that we need. And he will supply every need. And that's what stuck out to me. I really knew how there were multiple names coming, like actual people that God is reaching out to and wanting to use your testimony in life. Through, I feel like this is something we should pray into a little more and pray for those people. Um, Rachel, would you want to pray into that? God, we do thank you that you are a provider. God, you are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. God, you provide every need. <laughs> we thank you. Oh, thank you. Glad you read that other one. <laughs> so good. All right. Maybe one. Is there one more? Okay. Aja. Okay. I've never really received a word like this before, but I feel like there's, it's specific for somebody in this room. Um, so I feel like this verse is for somebody, so I'm not going to read it yet, but I just, like when I closed my eyes when Jonathan started praying, I just saw a sailboat, I'll just tell you the specifics of what I saw, a sailboat with um, like, oh gosh, um, like fabric, the f it was like like flowery fabric that was used to create the sailboat. And then I just saw a woman like folding clothes and like putting um, clothes out on a, a hanger, a clothesline, yeah. And I just like got this overwhelming sensation that um, somebody might be missing their mother or their grandmother. And um, I just feel like God really wants to encourage you in that, if that is you. Um, yeah, and it could be maybe somebody who's across the country or, you know, the world or somebody who's no longer with us anymore. But um, if that is specific to you, I would love to talk with you afterward and pray with you about that and share this verse with you. So. Looks like we got another one. Yes, yeah, so definitely talked to AJ on that last one. I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong. Take heart and wait for the Lord. That was a scripture uh, given to Elaine and I uh, before I went into the hospital. Um, it was life-changing, to say the least, and soul-changing, to, 
to, to be honest among the Muslims. Um, <coughs> I had no idea what I was about to face. And um, everything was negative. Everything was negative. And I kept my mouth shut. That was real hard for me to do. If you know me at all, it's hard for me to do. <coughs> and so God just told me, shut up. Just shut up. I'm in control here. I shut up. And little did I know that through the healing of our Lord and Savior, people are saved like crazy. I mean, they see that. They just, there's something plugged in our heart that just unplugs. And then they are ready. And <coughs> that's why our, when we're talking to somebody, using our testimony is the most powerful thing we can do, as we do here in the church. So um, it was all negative, all negative. Um, they didn't understand how come I didn't want to have a lot of more procedures done. And I said, yeah, uh, I'm not interested in being on earth for another day or two. I said, I, I want a purpose-driven life. He said, what's that mean? So I told him. Now he knows. He's from India, a wonderful man. And he's become a good friend. I don't know if he believes, but I don't have to worry about that. God, the last thing Jesus said, it's done. And once the words come out of my mouth and pray for somebody, I don't even think about it. He's doing, it's his deal. You know, I don't have to worry about this thing anymore. Uh, it's all in his hands. That's the deal I made with him. I'll give you my nothing for your everything. And I didn't mean that. I'm not going to give you nothing because I hadn't got nothing to give. And so um, he has helped me that way. He's just given me strength. The, uh, they sent me home to die. And so um, they cannot believe what's going on with me. And so I keep going back for these visits, and I have different, oh, I've got ten different people looking at me just saying, you know, read the notes and say, this isn't you. What's going on here? I said, I don't know. And it's been going on like that since February, and these people are getting it. <coughs> and I didn't have to say a word. And I'm still here in the land of living. Come on. Amen. Amen. That's great. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tony, you got okay. a word? I do. Yeah, well, this is a morning of audio difficulty. Strangest thing happened to me was you were introducing the, the theme for these, my ear plugged. Elaine gave me a Kleenex, and I got it to finally get unplugged. It's back again. So, in the interest of everyone knowing, when you're done reading, why doesn't everyone pass to the left? It's a great way to share. And you can sit here and keep on passing for as long as you would like. That's it. All right. Thanks, Tony. Awesome. I'm glad you got your, your, your hearing back, too. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Well, it's so encouraging just how ready God is to speak when we step back and listen. And I believe he's drawing us into this more and more.
both for ourselves and others. And uh, let's worship team, can you go ahead and come on up again and let's stand up and really just continue in this posture of listening and worshiping and open up our hearts to him as we as we worship with this song together. <laughs> 